0: All right. Um, Do not you ready? disturb. Yep. Oh, dude. Good call. Good call. <laughs> I have that on.
1: <laughs> I just checked both my phone, my watch, my computer, everything.
0: Welcome to TechNistry. We are on episode four, uh, which is uh, amazing to us. So this has been super, super fun. And uh, my name is Scott Schulman here, as always, with Chris Pennington. Say hi, Chris. Hey there. Last uh, week, I was the star of the show talking about my favorite app, uh, Things 3, and that was super, super fun. And uh, some of you guys even reached out on Twitter, asked us questions about that, which was great. I know one uh, question was, uh, can, we use, uh, can you use Siri to say, hey, um, hey device, uh, use or add this to Things 3? And you can. Um, you can do that. I don't use that a ton personally, uh, but that's just because... I've gotten into the habit of just opening it up. I probably should just use Siri uh, because it's there and it's really easy. Um, But uh, that was a good question. So any questions you guys have, uh, feel free to send them to at technistrypod, and we will answer those uh, either just there in Twitter or on the podcast. So thanks for reaching out. Today we are doing the the other half. So uh, Chris is going to be talking about his uh, task manager, OmniFocus. So Chris, I'm just going to let you go ahead and take it away, and I'll ask you questions along the way.
1: All right. Well, it doesn't get a lot better than talking about OmniFocus from my perspective <laughs> <laughs> as I know you felt last week with things. Three. Yes. So, um yeah, I I don't know that I've ever used a software that has more of a loyal following than OmniFocus and uh <clears throat> sometimes it even it's even frustrating to me and I like OmniFocus. Um it's kind of like some uh some Apple people that basically insist that the only thing worth having is an Apple product. And mm-hmm. you know, although I prefer Apple, It's okay. People aren't like uh, evil if they they own something else. So, um, that being said, I do really love OmniFocus, and uh, I uh, am on the fringes of the fanatical movement. Um, So, and there's going to be a lot of details I go over today, and um, it was really hard to figure out how to uh, simply describe how I use OmniFocus. And uh, there's so many customizations and things that I know I'm not going to touch on everything, and I'm sure there's some things in OmniFocus that I don't use as well as I could. Um, but, uh, let me just kind of provide a bit of a summary. And that way, if you get lost in, in the weeds, uh, you can, you can find your way out. Um, the, the gist of it is, uh, I think the real power of OmniFocus, um, is the way it lets you view your information. In other words, you have so much customization on what you see, how you see it, the angles you see your information on. And that, that's really why I use OmniFocus, uh, the customization of how I can view my data. So you have... Customized perspectives you can create that allow you to see certain things and not other things. Uh, You have defer dates that let you uh, push things out into the future to where you can't see them. Um, In your uh, normal, typical perspectives, you can obviously always go and adjust those and see anything that's yet undone. Um, And then probably the, the best feature for me is the review feature that allows you to go and see every single thing in your database and uh, you can set that on a cycle, like a two week cycle, which is what most of my projects are set on. And uh, you can just review everything. The nice thing about that review feature is it lets you easily catch up at any time. Like anybody who's ever used any productivity system, whether on paper or electronically um, there are always times where you're just going to get behind. And uh, so um, I love the review feature. It lets you, come around and kind of get a whole grasp of where you're at and very quickly get back in control of all your data. So uh, that's the reason I love OmniFocus. That's the reason I use it is it really lets you uh, see all your information in a variety of different ways and gives you tons of customization. Um, So that's the gist. And if you get lost, um, (laughs) that's where we're going. (laughs) <laughs> um,
0: that sounds good man i i'm already like thinking of like questions i want to ask you about these but i'm going to let you keep going uh because i know if i just stop and ask you questions about everything single we're not going to get through anything yeah. at all uh because of how deep this is but uh but so keep going all right
1: well uh let me run then i like that uh, I'll, I'll try to pause and let you have opportunity to ask and feel free to stop me at any time um yeah, I think one of the cool things about these episodes, um, that, you know, we haven't talked about a lot of these things before. So we, we yeah. have questions that are very <laughs> honest, uh, like, now, what do you do here?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm already like intrigued more than I ever have been about OmniFocus just from the short things you've already you already said. Go. So this is fun. Well, I'll, let me just kind of uh, tell you from start to finish how I use it. So we'll
1: just start with entering in uh, basic tasks. Uh, essentially, it's it was originally built to work with the GTD system, getting things done by David Allen. And um, they since tried to make it a little bit more flexible to where if you don't use that system exactly, uh, you can still use OmniFocus and OmniFocus 3, which is in beta right now. And unfortunately, I was not put on the early testing list. I was very disappointed mm. about this. But
0: How long did you cry like <laughs> that night when you knew that you well, didn't uh, get to Let's do just that? say I
1: didn't sleep much that night. And it was very, <laughs> It was very troubling. <laughs> But that's okay.
0: I wasn't I wasn't on the things alpha. Yeah. Year, so don't feel bad. You're about
1: <laughs> to here. <laughs> so I think they're coming up with a, a public, a more public beta here in a couple of weeks. So I hope to get on that. But they're moving it even more towards less just GTD focus, adding tags and a bunch of other really customized notification settings and a really powerful um, automation. So there's a bunch of stuff that's coming out, but I'll just talk about what is there. Um, but the basic GTD system basically is, is the way that I use OmniFocus and uh, very loosely. And so it starts with just collecting things. So the way I s- originally started using OmniFocus is I just sat down and they like in things, there's a an inbox and it's just where things live um, when you're first putting them into the system. And so I add things to the, any actions to the inbox, just kind of like a brain dump. I think of everything from, mm. um, you know, little things that are um, individual items to repeating items, to large projects, to parts of large projects, all those kinds of things just get dumped in one large list. So that's kind of where everything starts. Okay. Obviously, that's not any more helpful than just jotting out a thousand things on a piece of paper. And so if you leave it there, um, that's not going to help you be very organized. But you always know that you have a holding tank where you can just dump stuff in. And that's helpful just to start With a basic collection of any actions you need to do. So that's kind of where I start. And um, there are a couple things that I found that have been really helpful there. Uh, One is I I start every single action that I put in my inbox with a verb, um, Mm. like take out trash, sharpen knives, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. it happens to be. And um, that way, instead of just saying, like, you know, If I were you saying like Camp Grace project, okay, well, like, what does that mean? Stating it as a noun is is a lot of times ambiguous, and you think you'll remember, but you don't once you actually get to it. Right. Um, That's good. So I always start with verbs, even if it's like a project I need to do, instead of writing like build, or instead of writing like computer stand, I write plan, build, computer stand project, and then underneath that, when I actually end up going from the inbox to my other section, which I'll talk about in a second, then I break that out. Gotcha. But uh, even when I'm just placing a project in, I don't just name it as a, a noun. I, I start with a verb, and that really helps me later on. Um, and then, obviously, keeping it short and sweet. You know, you want this to be as as brief as possible. You're just dumping out everything you can yeah. think of. And the the, yep, I, I like the idea of an inbox is your brain <laughs> stinks at remembering things, and so especially small mm-hmm. things. And um, so, the more that you can rid your brain of that um the better so this is the same reason people keep a piece of paper next to their bed so when they wake up and they're thinking of something they have to do they can jot it down they don't have to remember any longer so that's basically what the inbox is for yes so that's where everything yes. starts for me and OmniFocus focus is, is in the inbox
0: good i like that starting with verbs for me um that's really really good because i i i'm not consistent with that in my uh <laughs> use of my task manager and when i do use that it is much more helpful to me and making it short is really nice because if you make it too long it'll just have like the ellipsis at the end you're like what's that you have to kind of look at it yeah and uh so yeah that's that's really good i like that
1: yeah i mean just as an example like in my inbox right now which i haven't cleaned up this morning yet um i have everything is verbs except for one i have one that says church people spreadsheet and i have no idea what that means even now and i wrote this like (laughs) uh, like a day ago i think last night And it'll probably come to me if I think long enough. But every single thing in here besides that is a verb and has a very specific action. Well, it's an action. Yeah.
0: It's like this is what I need to do. So, yeah, Yeah. that's good.
1: All right. So everything starts with collecting in the inbox. That's how I use OmniFocus. And then you go from there to processing things. So once a day, typically, sometimes more than that, I process my whole inbox. And uh, I start with the basic rule. And this is from the GTD kind of style thinking, which is if I can do something in two minutes or less, I just do it right away and check it off. So I go through Mm. my whole inbox and and do things like that quickly, get them done. We're good. We check them off. We feel happy. Mm. Sorry, there's no like completed circle or anything like that, that that makes my whole (laughs) my soul feel whole. But I, that's all right. It that's does right. Check. You're doing something. There's a check. So that's
0: that's
1: yeah. a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the first step in processing. The second step in processing is to delegate it. So a lot of times I'll find that things I was brain dumping about, it's really not my responsibility to do that. I need to pass it off to somebody else. So sometimes that just means I switch the way I, it's it's worded to where I say like instead of like, you know, plan this, I might say like ask Scott uh, who you know when he's going to contact, whatever, you know, so sometimes yeah, it's right, just right. changing it to where I'm, I still need to keep track of it, but it's not my direct responsibility. So I either do it if it's two minutes or less, I delegate it if it's not my responsibility, sometimes mean rewording re- it, and a lot of times means I just delete it. It's not my responsibility. Yeah. And then thirdly, and this is what most happens with most of the items in my inbox, is I defer it. Okay. And that is, I, I make it um, appear later on in OmniFocus. I don't want to see it today because I, I, I'm probably not going to do it today unless, obviously, that needs to get done right away. So, essentially, deferring it is hiding something until it's actionable. Got it. So, does that makes sense so far, kind of how I process things. That,
0: that makes sense. One, uh, one quick note on the delegated I think that is something where um, we are so bad at <laughs> like yeah. just as a whole, as a human being you know we're just we're just it's so bad we're we're so bad at that because we want to either take everything ourselves and just do it to do it right or we want to give everything away because we don't want to do anything yeah uh have you have you ever read the book the one minute manager meets the monkey no but it sounds intriguing okay it is a super short book i i actually have it on my desk right now because i gave it to somebody just gave it back it's 137 pages and but it's really really small. It's basically a story it's like it's a it's a management parable. <laughs> nice. It's by a guy it's by a guy named Ken Blanchard and uh, the monkey is just the next task that you have and it's about a guy who is a manager and he just takes on all of these projects, all these monkeys and he can't do anything because he's not giving them away. Yeah, and uh, they they don't belong to him, but he's taking them anyway. So, anyways, super short book. I highly recommend it to anybody who is in leadership in any position, or even if you're not and you just want to learn how to manage people better. It's super short and it's a really easy read. It's just a quick story. But uh, when you said that, it just made me think of that. So that mm. has nothing to do with task management. Well, it kind of <laughs> does, but <laughs> it's nothing yeah. to do with omni focus. But yeah, anyways, so uh, that's a it's a good book.
1: I think one of the things that I've run into personally and I've seen a lot in leadership that I've had in the past has been people are afraid to delegate things um, and or they have objections to it. And there's several different reasons for that. But I think one of the most common I see, especially um, perhaps in ministry more than others, is um, knowing that I could do it better than the person I'm delegating this to. And I think,
0: yeah,
1: number one, there's a little pride there that probably could be worked on. (laughs) But I Mm -hmm. think secondly, the fact is you probably can at the very at the moment, but that's because the other person hasn't done it before. And so part of leadership you gotta
0: pass on your skills to the Yeah, part of leadership is
1: passing it on. Yeah. And 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 really one of our main responsibilities before God is to love our neighbor. And part of loving people is helping them develop. And so um you can very easily do something yourself once or twice faster than somebody else. Um, right. But it both helps you and loves your neighbor for you to train them and uh, so that yes. they can actually do it. So I think delegation really gets to the heart of what it means to to live the Christian life, which is to to love others. And uh, and so, yeah, love people, delegate. Um, don't yeah, just that's and, good. That's you have really to good. do it correctly? You know, you can't just dump it on them sure. and say, have fun with this. That's not right. <laughs> that's not developing. That's just advocating your yeah. responsibilities. But um, yes. that's another episode.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that's good, man. That's good. So uh,
1: yeah, so when I I have my I dump everything in my inbox, that's kind of the first step. The second step is to process yep. my inbox, which I either do things that are two minutes or less, I delegate, or I defer them. Um, okay. So the the three Ds. I mean, this is like a sermon.
0: Um, it is. You're sounding like <laughs> like you must be a pastor or something. Yeah.
1: Um. So when it comes to deferring things, I organize the things I defer um, because I don't want to just dump them all in my calendar later. I, I want them to, there'd be some structure to them and that especially helps when you go to right. organizing your data later with custom perspectives and things like that. So um, there are kind of three basic areas um, where how you can organize these things. So first of all, there's just single actions and you can just defer those to whenever they don't have to live any kind of project. They don't have to live in any kind of context, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, I typically, anything like that, that isn't attached to anything else, I actually create a project called miscellaneous. So I have a personal miscellaneous and a church miscellaneous. Um, and uh, so that way they're not just free floating. I can grab them all if I need them. Um, so okay. you can defer single actions. Secondly, you can have projects and you can actually defer projects themselves. Projects are just collections of actions. And you can have nested projects within projects and all that kind of stuff.
0: Okay. Um, Okay. cool.
1: And this is one thing I really like about the way that OmniFocus does projects is there are a couple different styles of projects. So the first is sequential. Uh, Sequential means it will only reveal the next step for you. So by by default, you only see the next thing to do. And that's helpful for things that are uh, follow a very strict routine that you can't do the second thing until the first thing is done um
0: interesting and it
1: prevents you from having to set defer dates for everything and all this kind of stuff you just drop it in one of those projects and it automatically only shows you the next task and as soon as that's completed the next one pops right up so that's really really powerful i love that um and uh, yeah it's helpful parallel is for this, the second type of project is called a parallel project and parallel projects um It will show you as many of the items as are available that are, in other words, the dates haven't been deferred out past whatever day you're looking at. Okay. Um, And uh, you can do them simultaneously. And a lot of projects are like that where you don't necessarily have to follow a strict order. And then uh, like my miscellaneous projects um, where I dump any single actions that aren't really connected, um, I put in the third type of project, which is called single list projects. Um, The difference between the two, as I understand, is with parallel projects, you can set it up to where when you finish the final task in that project, it checks the whole thing off, where single lists, so in other words, there's a connection between the items within that project, where single list projects are just, just, it's like a holder for individual tasks that oftentimes aren't really connected or are very loosely connected, so... Um, so those three different types of projects are really helpful when you're adding actions um, They can help you organize your, your data. And then uh, projects themselves or, or even tasks or those actions can be grouped into folders. And that's kind of like areas, I think, in things. Um, so, for instance, uh, in my projects, I have a personal folder. And underneath that, I have a miscellaneous project. And then I have a bunch of folders within that. Um, I have like GTD maintenance, which is every, all my reviews that I do. I have errands. Yeah. I have uh, different hobbies. I have a suggestions folder for purchase suggestions, movie suggestions, reading suggestions, anything that I hear about, I drop into those and I'll, I'll talk about those in a second. I have a relationships folder underneath personal. So personal is kind of my one big area. And then underneath that, I have several folders and inside those folders, I have multiple projects. And then I have a church folder. And once again, it follows the same basic thing, my different responsibilities. And some of those are folders with nested projects, Um, but personal church. And then I have side work, which is uh, just random things I do on the side for, to make um, money or sometimes just hobbies that are not related to, to personal things. So those are my three basic areas, I guess you could call them. And inside each of those, I have many folders and inside many of those folders, I have projects and those projects have sub projects. So, but that's the basic contours of, of the way I set up the general organization.
0: That, that is really cool. The sequential projects is very intriguing to me. Um, we, at Can't Race, we use something called JotForm for all of our, um, like, registrations and uh, different, like, um, like, uh, summer staff applications and things like that. It's basically just an online form you can fill out, and it's, it's always been, like, just a huge long form and then they have to click something at the end, but I just came up with something called cards and it's exactly that. Like you answer a question and then it goes to the next screen and you answer another question and it goes to the next screen. And that's really nice. Like it doesn't work for everything, but for some things, it's it's nice to not be like overwhelmed by all of these text boxes and all of these, you know, like different lists that you have to fill out. Uh, So to just do one thing at a time can help you focus um, on just that next thing. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah.
1: So, as I understand things three from our conversation last week, I think this is kind of now where Omnifocus steps beyond or maybe just different than things three, because you yeah. have basically projects and areas and actions within those projects. Yes. Um, and so this third category you know that are used to organize. So you got single actions, projects, and now contexts. And this is the third category. And context and the GTD style of thinking is something, some place, some person that you need to accomplish a task. So like it may be a tool like a phone or a place like the grocery store and In an iOS, you can actually set location data to where whenever you're in that area, you it'll alert you with all the things you need to buy at the store, no matter what project nice. you live in. Um, it may be a person like your boss. I've even arranged it before. There's some style of thinking in the GTD style that has to do with energy level, like whether you're brain dead or really high focused or, you know, whatever. So um, are things, places, or people that you need to accomplish a certain task. And really mm-hmm. contexts allow you to access any action, even if they're in different projects and totally different areas in the things three style of thinking. Um, yeah. so it's essentially like a cross section of whatever you want. <laughs> it's like tagging things, um, to think about it, maybe more like Evernote, um, tagging yeah, actions, no true. matter where they live. So you can just see whatever you need. So like I can sit down at my computer, click on my um, iMac uh, or, you know, Mac Pro, whatever uh, context and see only the things I can do at my computer. Even if some of them are personal, some of them are church related, some of them are in my work uh, side work category. Um, So it allows you to kind of grab a cross section of anything that touches that tool, place or thing that you need to accomplish the task. Does that make sense? Okay.
0: Yeah, That's, that's that makes sense. Yeah. And and actually, as I was just, I was just making a note to mention this, but I'll just mention it now. The, like, you just said something about, like, tags and, like, how you can, you can, like, you could do an Evernote. You can actually do tags and things as well. And I was just going to mention, like, the, there was actually a guy that reached out to me and was like, oh, yeah, I've been using things now since, you know, you talked to me about it. And, you know, I was tagging this and tagging that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. (laughs) because that's not that's not the way that i use it uh, most of the time now but after he mentioned that to me i was like oh i should use that because i have a project that um i have like you know 10 uh, tasks that need to be done and like Seven of them I can do, but three of them I need other people to do them in order for me to to complete this project. So I just tagged every item with the person that needs to do them, and most of them was me, but some of them were other people. And so now I have like three tasks that aren't done, but I can't do anything about them. And I look at it, and I see, oh, that's not tagged as me, so I can't do anything about it. I've already emailed them and said, hey, I need this stuff from you. And uh, so I just, and I'm sure even after this episode about OmniFocus, oh, yeah. that you mean you do a whole lot in here. But this is just how you use right. OmniFocus. Oh yeah, and that was just how I use things. And there's so much more that these things can do. Definitely. But it's cool when people reach out to, me, like, hey, can it do this? I'm like, oh yeah, it can. I should use that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's a, that's just a note I was going to make. So.
1: Yeah. No. And I I think that's one of the things that makes me a little nervous talking about OmniFocus is like things three there's so much you can do that i'm sure there are ways i use it that are really ineffective or that i'm not realizing right. all the features but i think that's some of the joys of doing this is we get to figure out and learn
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, with everyone yes. else so. and it
0: works for you right now yeah. and when people reach out you're like oh yeah i can do that yeah and it's that's super helpful
1: yeah so Again, so the, the organizing the things um, for my inbox when I'm going to defer them, I've got single actions, projects, context. And then let me talk about a few other th- ways that you can kind of identify or uh, segment your tasks. Um, you can set defer dates, like I mentioned, on, on anything. And uh, if things don't have a defer date, then they're just available. You can see them at any time. Um, if you set a defer date on them with most of the standard perspectives, you don't see them until that defer date shows up. You can change that if you want. Um, but that's standard okay. uh, tasks can also have due dates. And so probably um, this is where some of the terminology gets confusing. I think you would think of mm. defer as due things yes. and things due dates as deadlines. But yes,
0: that's exactly as I'm reading it. That, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah.
1: So when, when things that are due, which I, I very rarely mark things do unless they're absolutely due, um, they're, they're yeah. like deadlines and things. And so, Yes, I have it set up to where two days out, Um, that task turns yellow, and so I Mm -hmm. see, okay, I've got something important coming up, and then when they're late, they turn red, and that's Mm -hmm. not a happy day. So um,
0: yes, Yes. (laughs) due
1: dates are another way to kind of identify the importance of a task, and then uh, you can also put flags on any item or even on a whole Hmm. project. Um, and they're a way of creating like a, this is a very important item, but maybe it doesn't have a due date mm. on it. So I don't use tags yeah. a ton. I just really want to signal. Um, yeah, I have to get done, but usually I just used a due date for that. Um, so yeah, that's another way to identify them. And then cool action project or context can have a different status to it. Mm. Um, so with actions, they can either be active or completed, basically checked or not checked. <laughs> with uh, So that's pretty easy. With projects, you can have them as active, as on hold, as completed or dropped. And uh, so the advantage there is if it's active, obviously, as long as there's available tasks, you'll see that. If it's on hold, um, it's just paused, and I can set up perspectives to where I don't see anything on hold. And uh, I'll get to that in a second here. And then uh, completed, obviously, is done. And dropped means... You know, it's essentially you're never going to see it. But if you ever did want to go to it, you didn't completely delete it out of your database. So um, that's a helpful thing. And then uh, with with context, you can have those active, on hold, or dropped. Um, you don't complete a context. Okay. It's not like you complete iPhone or you know whatever, or you right. complete a person, right. you know, or whatever. Let's your wife. Right. Amen. But um, <laughs> so, um, oh, my so here's God. where. <laughs> I know last week you talked about having like a Sunday list and this is how I use the, uh, the paused context. So I have a whole section of nested contexts that are paused. That's called wait, my waiting for contexts. So I have a someday maybe that's paused and anything I put in there, I won't see in any of my perspectives unless I have a, unless I adjust it, which is not normal. Um, and so those are just things that if I ever want to get around to, I can I go into that context. I also have a follow-up under the waiting for, and that's paused as well. So anything I'm waiting on somebody else to do, I drop into that I change the context to follow up and then um, okay. I have a part of my review process looks at my follow-up category, my, my paused context and sees you know what I'm waiting on for people. And then I have a stored info. Um, I, I switched from using Evernote and things like that to store information to where when I need to store basic info, I just throw it in OmniFocus, like everything else, and I put it's it on one spot. Yeah, and I put it in the stored info, and so that's usually like, you know, order numbers or receipts for stuff that I I really want to just keep on file for whatever reason. Um, and I never yeah. I never look at my stored info, you know, unless I desperately need something that I have dropped into there. So that's a really helpful way to even take an item or an entire project and just drop it into the, you know, someday maybe your follow up or stored info. And that yeah. that allows me to, to look at it when I need. Let me give you a, just a really practical example of that. So yesterday we go to the library and uh, one of my projects uh, you may remember, I don't know why you would, but I did mention it really briefly under personal was suggestions. And so like reading suggestions. So I had a, mm, a teacher yeah. three years ago recommend a book I forwarded the email Mm -hmm. onto OmniFocus and dropped it in my reading suggestions. And then for the context I put um, someday, maybe. So I never see that, but I go to the library. The first thing I do is go to reading suggestions and make it to where I can view even paused items. Um, And so I look through and this book that this guy mentioned three years ago was on there. And I've got about 50 other things in there too, that are books that I want to read at some point. And then two books that I heard about on a podcast in the last year were in there too. And so I searched for, two or three books in my someday reading list. And I found three of those. So one of them was from three years that's ago. Cool. One of them was from a year ago. And one of them most was from like two weeks ago. And, uh, they yeah. were all just sitting there waiting for me, but I don't have to see them constantly. They're not like clouding my right. vision every time I look at my Omni focus. And I've got yes. all the data. I have a note about who suggested it and what the book was about. So that's, that's the so way cool. I use that's, that. Yeah. You
0: know. That's exactly what I did this week actually with, um, so I have a reading list, and that's just you know a bunch of books that I want to read, just like you have. Yeah. And uh, a guy here at Ironwood was like, "You have to read this book." So I threw it in there, and then as I was looking through my my things app, you know, especially after talking about it for you know an hour or so on the podcast, and then talking with other people, I was like, "Man, I should I should move this." So I figured out that you can actually move projects and give. Actual whole projects due dates. I didn't realize that. Oh, cool. So what I did is I put this project into my Sunday list because my reading list, it was just always there. And I'm like, I'm not working on that right now. And yeah. I'd like to have it in a place where, it just like you have, it's tucked away so that if I am like, okay, I want to pick out a book to read. I have a list. I can go into my Sunday folder and look for it. So that's, that's really cool. It's the same way that I'm using mine. Yeah.
1: And uh, that's a really healthy – thing to not have to see all your little things, but you know, your right. actions. But if you want to, you know where they're at and they're stored for you. Yep. So that's I love using paused context for that um, purpose. Um yeah. And then the last little note before I can just talk about general things. Um the last little note about yep. organization is uh any task or project can be repeated. Um and I love the the features here because you know, if you say like, do this every Tuesday and you miss a Tuesday or two Tuesdays, then suddenly you have three of the same things that have repeated in your inbox or in your uh, task manager and that's frustrating. Um, So there's some more granularity with OmniFocus and maybe you can do this with things as well to where once you complete an item, then it will defer it out or make it due out so many days. And so it'll stay in there until you complete it and then it will defer it out. Um, Or you can set to where it's every Tuesday, no matter what. Um, or it's due every Tuesday, or it's deferred every Tuesday, or it's not repeated. So that kind of repeat process is really healthy for me. Um, And uh, yeah, so that's one of the ways I I use it. So for instance, I have like a daily ritual list um, that I go through every day. And whenever I mark off something in my ritual list, it automatically defers out one day from whenever I marked it off. So I do it every morning, and then the next day it shows up at that time. And that way I'm not seeing it you know, throughout the day, I, I don't have to be like, Oh, that's for tomorrow. Cause I already completed that today. And I don't have to go manually to, you know, recreate it or cause it to repeat. And if I don't accomplish that, I don't get an automatic, you know, doubling of that event. Um, it's just there yeah. the next morning. And when I complete it, it'll jump to the next day.
0: That's um, awesome.
1: So, so yeah, you gather cool. everything, like you process everything. And then lastly, in the GTD, you do stuff. And <laughs> as much as we're talking about the process of creating, this whole database if you're not spending most yeah. of your time doing things you're using whatever you're using wrong and so right uh, yep. um, <laughs> yeah so that's the general and i've got a bunch we're of we're laughing other things because to we add.
0: fail at this a lot oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's more fun for me to come up with a really fancy looking really nice clean list of things to do and uh, even in like my camp like i like to plan out all these games and activities and it's going to be awesome and stuff. But then at the end of the day, I have to go out and actually build the stuff. I have to make it. I have to go do it. I have to make the phone calls. I have to do all this stuff. And, you know, for me, and this isn't how everybody is, but it's more fun for me to actually like make the list look really good and, and all that. And I can live in there uh, as I'm sure you can as well. Um, yeah. But uh, you got to do stuff.
1: Um, well, let me talk about, Uh, a couple of the ways that you can view your data. Like I mentioned up front, really the reason I love OmniFocus is because you can see exactly what you want to see and hide everything else. And that allows me to have a lot of focus. And it's the combination of projects and contexts and tags and due dates and deferred items. All those things um, mean that you can see your data exactly as you want to. Um, So they call these perspectives and these are kind of like your today view, I think in things three or, you know those little side tabs and so the standard ones are inbox and we've already talked about that which is just kind of a holding tank for anything that's not in a project or a context um, projects lets you see just your structure of projects devoid of any contexts and then context is the third one and that lets you see your context devoid of any projects it just exactly whatever is in each context forecast is kind of like your i think you'll like your today view which is it's an integrated calendar with color-coded calendars just for you scott um, and, mm, I, love, and, uh, it. I whatever, love it. Whatever actions are due or deferred for each day, and you can adjust whether you see deferred items or not. Um, and then the fifth uh, standard perspective is flagged items. That's anything with a flag status. And that's a lot of people use that to say, hey, here are my really important things. And then review is the sixth of the standard perspectives. And uh, I'll talk about review in a second here. Um, okay. I find those things helpful, but really where OmniFocus gets powerful is the custom perspectives. Um, and so I, I do things like I have a dormant perspective, which is it shows me anything that hasn't been touched. And it breaks that up by in the last day, in the last week, in the last month, in the last two months, in the last six months. So I go to that perspective during my review process and see anything I haven't touched and, uh, and just quickly kind of go through that. I also have a perspective I created for things that have been completed. So some days mm. I just want to go back and be like, okay, what is it that I did again today? And I can just check mm. anything that I've completed um, that I checked off. Uh, I have one the things cool. that have been changed when they've been changed. When was the last time I changed them? Um, what the changes were, I can create customs by all those kind of things. and And these custom Very perspectives cool. are incredibly customizable. Like, I can show items only taking 30 minutes or less, and there's a way to designate that with each action. And any of one of these three unrelated projects, and only in my high energy context that are remaining, even if they're not available yet. In other words, even if they're Hmm. deferred out. So, like that's, you can get super customized and exactly the things you want to see. And you only see if this and
0: this and this is true, then show me. Basically, that's what you're doing. That's cool.
1: So I've created a lot of those custom perspectives, and they really let me just sift through all my data very easily and uh, avoid kind of the overwhelming feeling of having, like, 90 things on your screen that you know you have to do. Mm. Um, So I can see, like, the six things that I could do in the next one hour based on this set of really specified requirements. Mm.
0: Wow. That is really, like so like digging down deep into this thing and making it work for you. Like you are automating this thing to do things for you that like in things you, I, you could never do that. Um, this is, this is really, really intense. Um, so I think that this is like, I think that like, for instance, the reminders list on the iPhone, that's just a stock, you know, uh, to do yeah. list. That's like a level one, like, yeah, well, there's a lot of people that, that don't even use that. Um, they just write it down somewhere or whatever. I don't know how they get stuff done without using your phone, but uh, people do it. They've been doing it for years. Uh, but uh, like that's hey, like man. level one. Uh. Yeah, I don't know how they do it, man. I, I don't know how they do it today, but they do. And uh, so that's like level one things. I feel like is like a level two or three. Um, maybe even for, you know, in the task managers, there's a lot of things you can do with that. Yeah. But I feel like OmniFocus is like level 10. Like it's, it's so, there are so many, th- it's so much more powerful than things, but it's also, I think there's, there's probably a pretty big time commitment to just learning how to use this. Like, I think people can pick up things in, and they can learn how to use most of the things they're going to do in probably about a week if they take a yeah. couple, you know a half hour a day just to kind of play around with it. I feel like omnifocus and and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you would really need like a full month to kind of get into this. And like if that's just like spend a half hour a day and maybe a Saturday where you spend like three hours just kind of like, Digging through things that I think you maybe mentioned or or not. There are probably podcasts that are devoted just to using OmniFocus. Well, and uh, yeah, Yeah. so a blog that's just for OmniFocus and and just tons of them. (laughs) So, yeah. So like this is like a real deep like if you are like serious about getting stuff done and you want to spend the time, this will be worth it for you. Um, mm. because there's a lot, a lot of stuff in here. So th- th- this is yeah. very, very fascinating for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that assessment. And I, I would say it like this, like it's not meant to be your first task manager. It's mm. meant to be for somebody who already uses a task manager really well. Right. You can use it very simply. And if you were to just use it simply, you could figure that out in a couple of days. But why would yeah. you pay that kind of money for something right. you're going to use like a reminders list? So sure. you don't have to use all these features, and I think sometimes that scares people away from it. But honestly, there are better things if you just want to use it very simply. So it really right. is for more right. power users. And uh, yep. and honestly, I've I probably gotten to the point now where I'm at where I don't need it as much. I think I probably did a few years ago when I had yeah. more going on. And so yeah. um, most, most of what I have now is fairly contained. I don't need all the powers of OmniFocus. Mm -hmm. Um, so if I were purchasing today, I don't know that I would buy OmniFocus because I I don't use all the customizations that I have in the past, but there's been times in the past where without those things, I don't know how I would have gotten anything done. So,
0: yeah. And it's not like you're saying, don't buy OmniFocus. It's like, you have to figure out for you, what is the most important thing? Like what is the best thing for you? And, um, I think for probably most of our listeners, I think most people that would would pick up this podcast and be interested in it, I think that things would probably be the best um, for them. Because it's it's simple enough that anyone can pick it up for those deeper features that are attractive to someone who is interested in something like this. But there's going to be, I think, a smaller percentage of people – that are like, no, 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 I'm serious about task managers in a big way. If any of the yeah. things that you said, like, like those, uh, those projects that, uh, what are those ones that like you choose one task and then the next one shows up? The sequential. Is it yeah. The sequential project something like that is like really resonating with him. Like, oh, that's what I'm looking for. They should jump into OmniFocus because yeah. this is something that is, I mean, it's, uh, it, this is, it's fascinating. So Really well, let me talk about
1: one more thing and then we should probably end here. Um, and that is the review feature. I, I mentioned the customization yeah. and the review are really the main reasons the are the things that set OmniFocus apart. And the review feature, I just cannot speak highly enough about this. Uh, review basically looks at every project um, and you can set each project to be reviewed so many days or weeks or months or whatever you set each one individually. And so review shows you all of them. And you go through and just it shows you everything within those and you just click mark reviewed and so you Mm. can go through very easily and see your entire database in like five minutes just click through stuff and most of most of the time when i review i'm just looking over it briefly saying oh yeah mark reviewed oh yeah mark reviewed oh yeah mark reviewed, oh add one item here mark reviewed and so once you know a week or um or so i actually review things and uh, that review feature it gives you just incredible power to work through everything, whether they're paused, completed, whatever, or paused or active. Um, You can very quickly see um, all of your, your database. And so it allows you whenever you get off kilter to very quickly jump right back in. And within 10 minutes, you reviewed everything, you're back on target and you're using it like, you know, you always have. And I think that has been the thing that has helped me stay most with a system has been reviewing it because the reality is it doesn't matter how great your system is. If you're not consistent, you won't trust it and you're going to revert to writing stuff down on scraps of paper. And so the review feature is what makes me consistent because even if I'm not, it takes five minutes to get back and I feel in control again. And so I just cannot speak highly enough of that. And if you're interested at all OmniFocus, I would, I'd suggest looking through a, you know, getting a trial and, um, There's a standard price for it. It's like 40 bucks for the Mac, 40 bucks for iOS. And then the pro version, which allows you to do a lot of the customization is 79 for the Mac and 59 for the, for iOS, but both provide a fairly extensive trial. And um, I haven't even talked about really any of the power features like URL schemes or a lot of the automation you can do with task paper. You can automate a bunch of projects where they auto populate. And it's crazy, especially with using workflow or, um, if this and that rules there's tons of stuff you can do um there's siri integration access to lists there's just amazing features that i didn't even touch but uh hopefully that's enough of a an understanding of how i use it and uh what what really sets it apart um that gives you a good idea if you'd be wanting to try it
0: yeah no that's fascinating i uh so I, i you cut in a little and out there at the end. Um, so you said the standard one is 40 bucks for the Mac, 40 bucks for the iOS. And then there's a pro version for 80 bucks on the Mac and 60 bucks on iOS. Is that, is that correct? Yep. That's right. Okay. So uh, that's, uh, that's really cool. I, I and, and, you know, that's, it's expensive, but you think about a, a nice planner that you would get. I mean, it's, it's not, it's more expensive than that, but but think about all the things that it can do for you, and that's why I think that um, for most people, th- this isn't the, the the thing that they're going to want to use because most people are not going to dedicate this much time to it. But for those that that will, it's going to work for you in a way that nothing else can. This is this is the. Probably the best task manager that there is out there. Um, I don't think most people would would question that. Like, is there anything that really rivals OmniFocus?
1: Not that I know of. But I'm I don't. Sure I we'll think hear, this is this is the
0: thing. Um, <laughs> this is this is it. Um, and and it's the most you know.
1: customizable that I know of. And I sure. think and whether that's what that I mean makes it the best, best, best depends. Right. Yeah. It
0: can do more than anything else can. Is what I mean. Yeah. So yeah. Um, obviously, for me. <laughs> I like things. Um, this, this is what I what I've chosen to to do. But man, like some of the features that you're talking about is is pretty tempting. But I know, like like you said, like where where you're at right now, you're like I don't know if I need this. And where I'm at right now, I don't need that. Um, you yeah. know, it, it like. I feel like in college, this would have been really, really helpful when you have so many different, like, you know, classes and job and all the different things you have going on. Right now, it's not like my life isn't busy, but a lot of the things that I have to do, it's like, oh, I just have to go do that. Like, I know what I do. It's right. it's, it's not like I have to remember, you know, six different, you know, and, and all the different things. Like, that would have been really helpful. And that's what I used things for back in college, uh, which yeah. was really helpful, but um, but yeah, this is this is really good. Now I think you and I know we're we're running a little long, but it's on focus. So what are you gonna expect? Um, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean this is what we're gonna do. Uh, you you put some general rules in here. Did you mention those? I didn't for a sake of time, but I'm happy to. I think I think we should go through those, and then we'll let them know what the next uh, episode is gonna be about.
1: Yeah, no. Um, here's some things I think about when I'm uh, planning my day, and uh, I didn't really talk much about my reviews but I, I have a i have a ritual list that i do every day uh, it's essentially a review and then i have one every week and then i have one once a month and then i have what i call chris's um planning day and megan knows those mm. are sacred chris's mm-hmm. planning days happen once a quarter and mm-hmm. i go to a nice coffee shop and i spend all day just uh, ruminating about mm. OmniFocus. focus so um oh man everybody Chris, needs a this sounds day.
0: good once a quarter <laughs> oh i like that
1: <laughs> scott planning days they need it's, to happen it's
0: happening. i'm gonna write it down <laughs> I'm not
1: but um, it. yeah when it so i didn't talk much about the review process and uh, i'd love to talk more about kind of my daily rituals and and how i actually plan each day but as a general rule for the way i plan each day i, I really only plan about 60 percent of my day and that really allows for me to be flexible um and uh Part of that is I actually plan for interruptions. Like even on my calendar, I'll put like 30 minutes or an hour that it just says interruption. And so that way I can move stuff around. And if I have somebody who calls me, especially, you know, as somebody who deals with people, and that's really Mm -hmm. my main, um, you know, one of my main responsibilities is to care for people. Mm -hmm. If you don't do that, then people inevitably become frustrations and Mm -hmm. they shouldn't be, you know, and so I actually put them in my calendar and they might show up and I'm like, oh, hey, (laughs) I was expecting you. And they don't know that it says interruption on my calendar, but that's really what it is. And if I plan for it, then I'm much uh, more, you know, amenable to those kind of changes. And then I really try to let like providence enter my vocabulary when I'm writing down what I need to do that day. And I think that's James's point um, when he mm-hmm. says that you know you should say, and he uses the word say, it should actually enter your vocabulary. If the Lord wills, we're going to do this or that, and so. I try to let that enter my vocab, even in the way I word projects and, and tasks. And, uh, and then I think one thing that gets lost in the productivity conversation is it's really not about just doing more. It's about doing the right things. And that's where the review process really helps me. Um, you, I, it would be much better to do less and do the right things than do more and do things that really aren't um, mm. your responsibility or what you should be doing.
0: That's okay. And
1: and then lastly, in the productivity space, it's so easy to think that you are what you do um, and uh, your identity it, as, you know, if you are a Christian, it should not be wrapped up in what you can get done or, or what you do. It's ultimately really in Christ. And so I think that gets lost in this conversation a lot because uh, people who like productivity apps like getting done as much as they possibly can. Uh and sometimes we take a little too much weight in that, and it becomes mm. part of our identity, and, and I think that's a dangerous thing. And uh, so, after talking for forty minutes about OmniFocus, I think that's a good reminder for me. Yeah, if it's not for No, that's else. a
0: good reminder for me too. And and uh, let me just read through those uh, again real quick here. So you said uh, plan for sixty percent of your day, plan for interruptions, let providence enter your vocabulary do the right things, even if you do less, and you are not what you do. Um, that last one is really, it, it resonates with me as well, because I love getting stuff done. I mean, like we talked about, if I get something, something done and I didn't write it down to my task manager, I'll write it <laughs> down just so I can check it off again. Uh, so that's, uh, that's really, really important that, you know, if, if you don't get a lot done that day, even if you were just being lazy and not doing it, you are still, that's not, that's not your identity. Your identity is in Christ. You have been saved by Christ and and that's who you are. Um, and it, it's not about what you get done. So really, mm-hmm. really good to remember.
1: The good news, the gospel is what God did, not what you did. And yeah. that should filter down yeah. to our days as well.
0: That's really good. That's really good, Chris. Well, we are, we are far out of time, uh, but that's all right. we're, we're talking about OmniFocus and, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a big thing. So, um, Next week we are going to be talking about something really fun: uh, our AirPods. So uh, Chris and I both uh, use AirPods. We're using them um, right now and uh, to record this <laughs> podcast. And uh, we've uh, we've had them for almost a year now. And just going to talk about some ways that uh, they've been helpful for us. And it'll be probably we think a shorter episode, but you never know because never we know. like talking about this stuff. <laughs> so um, AirPods, and in, the,
1: the best product I've purchased ever. I'm going to say that right now, Chris, so tune in next week. Wow.
0: Yeah, that's that's a – I don't know if I could – I mean, it's it's up there. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to think, process that because that's a big statement. That's a big statement. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, so uh, I think this was a helpful app. Uh, I know I'm going to take some of this stuff and use it in things and um, uh, move that over. And, again, if you guys have any questions further about OmniFocus, please reach out to us on the – twitter and um we'll uh, look forward to talking next week about uh airpods so until next time say goodbye chris bye chris